Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hey everyone, Ellie here, wishing you the first happy Friday of the new year 2024. It's finally here. We've been talking, it feels like forever about, well, when 2024 arrives, what's going to happen in 2024. Here we are. Uh, buckle up. I'm glad you're with me as we try to make sense of all this. This is going to be some kind of year. Uh, we have an exciting announcement coming up in a week or two. I'll tease that one. But as always, I'm very grateful to all of you for listening. And I do love to hear your thoughts, questions, and comments. In fact, we're going to try to answer your questions every now and again during this year. So send them in to letters at cafe.com. And now here's this week's podcast. When it comes to the four pending criminal indictments of Donald Trump, no normal human being with any semblance of a real life can be expected to keep it all straight. Luckily, I'm neither of those things. So as we step into 2024, let's assess that looming mass of Trump trials suddenly visible on the calendar's horizon. How and when will it all play out? Most importantly, how many Trump trials will be held and completed before Election Day? I present to you forthwith... The definitive, ironclad, mathematically precise answer. Probably one, outside shot at two, with a low but increasing chance at zero. Definitely not four or three. If I had to set an over-under line for the Vegas bookmakers, I'd put it at one and a half. Throw down your bets. The crucial make-or-break point, of course, is November 5th, 2024, Election Day. That date matters, first, because of the widely held view that the American public needs some resolution before heading to the ballot box. People can reasonably expect to know in advance whether they're voting for a convicted felon. Recent polling underscores the stakes. Trump leads President Joe Biden by a few percentage points in five key battleground states, but that margin flips if Trump is convicted and sentenced before the election. Query what happens, by the way, if he's tried and not convicted. I have not seen polling to that effect, but I can probably imagine. Of course, if Trump wins the election, all four criminal cases are essentially doomed. He'll order DOJ to dismiss the two federal indictments in D.C. for 2020 election subversion and in Florida for Mar-a-Lago classified documents, and he might try to pardon himself for good measure. The two state cases in Manhattan for falsifying hush money payments and in Fulton County, Georgia, relating to the 2020 election also will almost certainly have to wait for Trump to finish his hypothetical second term in early 2029 if they ever get to trial at all. So now let's tick through the four pending criminal cases. First up, the Fulton County DA and the 2020 election subversion case. 
Cross this one right off. DA Fonnie Willis has unseriously, in my view, requested a trial in August 2024. You didn't mishear that, August of 2024. The judge has not yet ruled, but he plainly will not grant that start date. Here's the math. When asked how long that trial would take, the DA's office estimated four months. The judge responded that it realistically could take twice as long. Indeed, Willis later acknowledged that she likely would be trying the case into early 2025. Heck, the same DA's office just took 10 months to select a jury on a lower profile RICO case. So under the DA's proposal, Trump would be on trial and physically removed from the campaign trail starting in August 2024 through the entire general election campaign in September and October, through the election itself in November, and then for several months beyond that. That won't happen. Let's move along. Second up, the DOJ special counsel Jack Smith and his 2020 election subversion case. Now, until recently, this case was the heavy favorite to go first. It featured the earliest trial date of March 4th, 2024, plus a prosecutor and a judge hell-bent on trying the case before the election. The locomotive was barreling towards trial until it hit a ditch when Trump's team filed a widely expected motion to dismiss based on purported presidential immunity. That motion failed, predictably, in the district court. We did discuss that here. Trump's team appealed, and Judge Chutkin, the district judge, correctly recognized that trial-level proceedings must be stayed, meaning put on hold, essentially, pending resolution of the appeal. Now, at that point, Jack Smith must have realized that appellate proceedings in the ordinary course would take months, blowing out the March trial date. So we made what I view as a smart and aggressive move, asking the Supreme Court to take the case directly from the district court, bypassing the mid-level court of appeals. Problem was, Smith failed or refused to specify why this unusual expedited process was necessary. We all know that he wants to try the case before the election, but he religiously refuses to acknowledge this obvious truth on the record, instead resorting to bromides that amount to speed equals good, delay equals bad. The Supreme Court, apparently unmoved by Smith's nonspecific call for prompt justice, denied the request. So now the case is with the Court of Appeals, which has set a dizzying schedule culminating in oral argument on January 9th, just a few days from now. Expect a ruling by the end of January and expect another firm rejection of Trump's immunity claim. But then Trump can ask for what we call rehearing en banc, I'll say it in French or whatever it is, meaning by the entire Court of Appeals, which will burn at least a few additional weeks or more if it's granted. Then Trump technically has 90 days to seek certiorari in the Supreme Court, meaning he can run the clock until at least May or so. The Court of Appeals can ramp up the pressure by lifting the district court stay, but trial can't realistically proceed until the Supreme Court has had its say. Now, if the Supreme Court takes the case, which seems quite likely, then tack on another couple months minimum. Bottom line, there's vanishingly little chance the March 2024 trial date holds, and the appellate process might push this case until the summer, or even maybe after the election. Up next, case number three, the Manhattan DA's falsification of business records and hush money payments case. Now, both the DA, Alvin Bragg, and the judge have hinted, and then some, that they'd be willing to move their current March 25th, 2024 trial date back to accommodate Smith's conflicting election subversion case, the one we just discussed. It seemed likely then that the DA would quietly give way to the harder-hitting federal charges. Made sense for all parties, on balance, and the hush money case faded a bit in the public consciousness. Oh yeah, that one about how they paid off Stormy Daniels a while ago, is that thing still on? But when Smith hit the immunity roadblock that we just discussed, it suddenly became plausible, perhaps even likely, that this case, the Manhattan case, 
could wind up going first. This scenario presents mixed news for both sides. If you're hoping to see Trump tried before the election, this may be your best chance. But if you want to see a truly game-changing verdict that could genuinely impact the election, this is not your best vehicle. Trump's charge conduct is the least serious of the four indictments, and the New York state charges are light. They're either misdemeanors or the lowest level felony, depending on the jury's findings, and almost certainly would not send Trump to prison, even in his worst case scenario. Also, consider that the conduct is now over seven years old, the feds passed on charging it, and the star witness, Michael Cohen, continues to undermine his own credibility. Now he's bizarrely claiming that he lied under oath when he pled guilty to a federal tax fraud charge, and then he apparently unwittingly submitted fake AI-generated case citations to his own attorney. Not great for the prosecution. Finally, the fourth case, Jack Smith's Mar-a-Lago classified documents case. Now, late last year, Judge Eileen Cannon denied Trump's motion to delay his May 2024 trial date. But she left the door to an eventual postponement, not merely ajar or wide open, but taken entirely off the hinges. The judge ruled that Trump's adjournment motion was premature, but, but, she might come back and grant it in either of two circumstances. First, if the parties encountered delays with the complex ongoing production of classified documents, or second, if either of the two Trump trials slated to start in March 2024, the two we just discussed, if either of them actually begins on schedule, which would afford Trump insufficient time to prepare for the Mar-a-Lago trial. Scenario one, the complications with classified documents, that could happen. And scenario two, either of the other two cases actually starting in March also seems more likely than not. If so, the Mar-a-Lago case probably will get kicked until after the election. But if, and here's where the wrinkles come in, if both Smith's election case and the DA's hush money case somehow move, then this one might be the only one left standing before the election. Indeed, it's all one big high-stakes game of musical chairs. Prosecutors simply cannot try all four Trump cases before Election Day, but they likely will collectively get one shot, give or take. If that frustrates you, Place the blame on the prosecutors who waited two and a half years before charging, specifically Merrick Garland, who squandered a year and a half before appointing Smith as special counsel, Willis and Bragg. They left themselves, the courts and the American public with no wiggle room if delays cropped up. And delays always crop up, even in routine trials. It's like if you had a four o'clock flight, you lived a half hour away from the airport and you left your home at 3.15. You're giving yourself zero cushion and you can't fairly complain when you miss your flight because there's a bit of traffic or long lines at the security gate. Trump likely will face some moment of definitive accountability before the 2024 election. But as often happens with him, justice will be belated and incomplete. The big question as we head into the new year is whether partial justice will be enough. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay safe and stay informed. <laughs>